0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Curious John podcast. This is your host, Onome. In this episode, I'll be talking about Pascal's wager. Uh, Pascal's wager is an argument that was put forward by a 17th century mathematician and philosopher known as Blaise Pascal. I think the first time I heard about Blaise Pascal was uh, in either, either a... A computer class in primary school or secondary school i'm not so sure but one of them uh, so it's it's uh it's basically an argument for belief in god it's not it's not an argument for the existence of god no it's uh the argument is just trying to say if you are faced with two options between believing in god and not believing in god that your bet your best bet uh that's the better option for you to take is believing in god and uh i don't i think it's a quite silly argument to be honest but let me just let me explain we let me explain the logic of the argument before i go into talking about why i think it is silly so uh the argument goes like this now you have two uh it's it's either two things it's either god exists or god doesn't exist so according to this argument if you believe in god you could be right or you could be wrong so if you believe in God and you are right you you uh you gain eternity you gain a lot of things, you you go to heaven and you are happy and all of that for eternity. But if you believe in God and you are wrong you don't lose anything because you just die and there's no God and that's all. And you don't really lose anything. But now if you uh if you don't believe in God and you turn out to be uh you turn out to be wrong you lose a lot as you lose a lot of eternity you you uh you end up in hell and uh but if at the same time if you don't believe in god and you are right and there is no god you don't really get anything you just die and that's all so the argument is trying to say if you look at it from that perspective it is just wise for you to just believe instead of not believing in god so that you don't um you don't risk anything Uh, that's just that's the um that's just the crux of the argument that you don't risk anything by believing in god so why not just believe why why take the risk that's where this um argument is coming from now i have seen christians and i've seen both christians and muslims use this argument a lot and most times when you when you um debate with people especially atheists and agnostics and skeptics like when uh, you debate with people of p- faith you debate about the existence of god to them uh, with them rather and you guys go on and on and on and on and it's like the, none of the arguments are like uh, are conclusive like they think and none of the arguments actually convinces you they'll just go to the point and they'll just tell you that and just believe even if you don't even if the arguments doesn't seem to convince you because uh, at the end of the day if you if you believe you don't lose anything but if you don't believe and you are wrong uh, you you go to hell so why are you taking the risk so that's the uh that's the sentiment of the argument it's just strange i've not i've never i've never seen uh anybody I've never seen two priests talking before maybe a christian and a Muslim then the christian is using Pascals wager to tell the Muslim that just believe in Christianity in case uh, in case you are wrong <laughs> so that's the I know if you are smart enough, you'll see where I'm going to. Yeah, so I want to go into why I think the argument doesn't really... Uh, I think it's a very silly argument. I think the way Pascal's Wager sounds to me is like... People uh, people use it to make themselves feel better about believing things that are just crazy. That's how the argument looks like to me. Uh, what You believe something that flies in the face of reality... And you want to feel like you are not an idiot for believing it, so you say, eh, "I'm doing the, I'm doing the wiser, I'm making the wiser decision by having this belief." That's how that's whenever somebody um, uses Pascal's wager for me, that's how the, that's how the person sounds. But uh, yeah, let me let me now talk about why I think the argument is um, the argument doesn't work. Yeah, first of all, the argument assumes that it is either the god of a particular religion or no god at all when a muslim tells you that uh, what do i have to lose by believing in allah if i'm wrong then nothing happens to me it's like the muslim is assuming that either allah exists or no other god exists the same thing with a christian when a christian tells you that what do i lose by believing in jesus if i'm wrong christian is also assuming that either jesus exists or no other god exists but that is not how it is in reality we know that there are like there are thousands of concepts of god there are so many gods so uh it's not really it doesn't work that way by saying if you are wrong you 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 don't lose anything it's not your god or no god you could be wrong and another god exists for instance a christian could die and find out that allah exists and in islam if you uh basically what christians do is um, muslims know it, muslims call it shirk s-h-i-r-k uh, you are putting you are putting, um, you are putting something else in the same status in the status that belongs to only Allah. That's according to the to the Islamic um, worldview. So it's like it's a very big offense. So if a Christian is wrong and the Islamic God is uh, is is real, that Christian is in a lot of trouble. So you, the Christian can't tell me that if they are wrong, they are not going to lose anything. There could be wrong and Islam be true. There could be wrong and Judaism be true. There could be wrong and Hinduism be true. So there are so many religions and it goes to the Muslim as well. Yeah. According to Christians, if you don't accept Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, um some certain versions of Christianity, let me just be specific there. Uh you are going to you are going to end up in an eternity of suffering and misery. So the same thing applies to a Muslim. If a Muslim dies and they don't accept Christ and they they end up being wrong and jesus christ is the real god then they're in trouble as well so it's not really it's just a false dichotomy it's like saying uh it doesn't really make sense when you say if i'm wrong i don't lose anything it's only the atheist or the non-believer that uh, that gets to lose anything it doesn't work that way everyone is at risk because it's not just a 50 50 thing it's not god exists or no god exists you have to say you have to like put your bet on Which of which of which gods among the so which of um, am I saying which god among the so many gods actually exists? Uh, so that's just that's one big thing with the issue. Uh, secondly, I don't think people choose beliefs, so you can't say, uh, you can't tell somebody just to believe something because they want to escape. Uh, they want to they, they want to they want to escape a particular risk or something it's not really possible uh, this is one thing that it really frustrates me a lot because from my perspective i think it is very obvious if you think about it if you are just someone that you are someone with a working brain if you think about it very well that is it possible for people to choose their beliefs you will see that it's not really it's not feasible like people don't say i want to believe x and they start believing x it doesn't work like that it's either you are convinced of something or you are not convinced of something and you don't get to control what convinces you it's just your nature some people are i don't want, I don't want to say yeah some people are more credulous than others some are more um, skeptical than others so you can't tell people that just to choose to believe something it doesn't work that way it's like somebody coming to meet me now and putting a gun to my head and they tell me that i should begin to choose i should I should um I should choose to believe that uh they are a god or they are they are an alien or something. Like, they give me one ridiculous claim and they tell me that if I can't b- start believing it, they are going to shoot me. There is no way... Like, there is no way I want to believe that thing. It's not possible. I have to... I have to be genuinely convinced about it. So, I can't just... Except I want to lie to the person that, okay, I believe it. But if the person could read my mind, they would know that, no, I don't really believe this thing. So, uh, telling people to choose to believe things, to be on the safer side, does not really... Make sense this is why um Abrahamic religions that uh that emphasize people believing certain things to be saved they are just they are just very crazy to me uh when you when there are religions that talk about okay this is how if you want to be saved, you should behave this way or you should act this way uh i I don't uh, let me just make this clear. I I don't um I don't believe in libertarian free will, but I think it's more intuitive to, to think people can, uh, decide to make actions than, to think people can decide to believe certain things. I think one is more reasonable than the other. Uh, what I'm just talking about, yeah, the philosophers call it um um voluntarism. That's choosing your beliefs, and um choosing your actions. That's libertarian free will. So. I think uh choosing your actions is more like it makes more sense for you to to say uh, people can choose their actions than for you to say people can choose their beliefs the, the part of beliefs is just insane like it doesn't even make any sense and it, if it is not that like if you have not been in a religion that tells you that people are going to be punished for what they believe or what they don't believe you are going to see my point easily but i don't know it's just it's just weird so, but i want you if you still if you think people can choose their beliefs i want you to think about it very well it's like somebody is sitting down and the person's mom comes to him and says and maybe she sends him on an errand and you are telling me that that person can choose to believe that <laughs> he didn't see his mom you can choose to believe that he was dreaming or something it's not doesn't really make sense uh the way beliefs work they just beliefs are spontaneous it's just like like right now i'm recording this podcast i believe i'm recording this podcast i'm not saying i'm not choosing to there's no part of me that says okay um choose to believe that you are recording this podcast so let me even give one more example it's like you have uh two students you have one student that is bright and you have another one that is not so bright and both of them attend uh a lecture and the bright student understands the lecturer very well he understands what the lecturer is trying to say perfectly while the not-so-bright student misunderstands the lecture totally. Now, the not-so-bright student thinks they understand what the lecturer taught, but uh, they don't know that what they have gotten from the lecture is totally false. It's totally a misrepresentation of what the uh, lecturer was trying to pass across. Now, the thing is that that student that is wrong, it's it's not like the student looks at the correct thing, then looks at something that is wrong and says okay i want to choose to believe this wrong one no it's just that's just what happened naturally and that's how beliefs work generally nobody says i want to start believing something though you could desire to believe something uh you could for instance now i desire i i I would like to believe that there's a million dollars in my account (laughs) but i can't just choose to start believing that there's a million dollars in my account yeah so you could desire to believe something but Uh, But choosing to believe it is not possible. Is it that you are convinced or not? You can't delude yourself to to believe something that you are not convinced of. So that is another issue with the argument. Uh, One other uh, issue with the argument is that the way I understand Christianity, and I don't know about Islam, but in Christianity, for instance, now, um, God wants you to have a genuine faith in him. God wants you to, to love him sincerely, and he wants you to follow him uh so if somebody says they want to believe because just because they want to escape hellfire or something, I don't think that would be the type of genuine faith that um God wants to get from them like I'm saying according to Christianity now so uh I don't think saying uh I want to believe so that i'm I'm going to escape hell I don't think that is going to uh that is going to lead to the salvation of someone. Uh, and that's just another issue with the argument or oh, but maybe you have a different view of um Christianity or in your religion god doesn't really care if you if you believe because you want to escape hell or or you actually love god i don't know maybe maybe you see it differently but i'm just trying to tell you how i see it and why it doesn't make sense to me now i want to reverse the argument I want us to imagine that there's actually a God, but this God has on purposely made uh evidence for himself. He has he has made this kind of wishy washy, so it's not so straightforward. And uh and that's why we have so many religions, so we have so many uh contradictory religions. We have religions that claim God is like this, we have religions that claim God is like that. So let's assume that let's imagine that such god exists. And the real test that this God is trying to get from human beings is, he's uh, trying to see that if trying, trying to see if human beings will be smart enough to come to the conclusion on that. Okay, all these organized religions, they all can't be true. They are all saying different things, and they don't. A lot of them don't really provide very good evidence. So uh, believing in them is not really rational or something. So imagine that there is a God that exists, and that's actually his test. Now, if that's true, then it's only people that don't believe in this God that are going to make the afterlife. So, they are now going to swap the argument and tell the people that believe that, okay, why are you taking the risk of going to hell and and believing? So, you see the way the, the thing works. You can just swap it around and say you are the one taking the risk. And one other thing that I didn't even talk about is that, like, when somebody says, uh, I don't have anything to lose, apart from the fact that, other religions can be true you actually have a lot of things to lose maybe you don't take like you don't really maybe those things are not um they are not so important to you but you lose a lot of things by believing in false religions like taking the risk of believing in false religions in the first place for instance now look at muslims that can't you can't eat pork just because you you think uh allah doesn't want you to eat pork for certain reasons well you may not see any big deal in eating pork but if you are wrong you have lost uh you have lost out an opportunity of um of enjoying your taste buds <laughs> to to a certain experience so i know that's a silly example but uh, let me let me even use an example that is more serious now there are religions that uh that okay maybe let's use jehovah witness jehovah witnesses for example now jehovah witnesses they Uh, they don't allow blood transfusion. And because of that, a lot of people actually die in situations where they could have been saved. So they actually die. and uh, Now, if those people actually find out that they are wrong, which I'm sure a lot of Christians would agree that uh, those Jehovah Witnesses people are wrong, they lose the only one life they get. I'm trying to say, like I'm saying if there's no God now. So the Jehovah Witness loses the only one life they get just because they are trying to keep the laws of a God that doesn't exist. And you can see, I'm sure you can see a lot of things in religions like that. You see things that are not harmful, that are even pleasurable and and not, doesn't cause any harm. But because you are trying to not offend a God or something, you stay away from those things. But you may look at, you may, you may think of all those things and say, oh, it doesn't really matter. I don't really... Um, I don't really care losing things like that so well, if that's the case fine with you yeah so uh, yeah, I'm going to try to modify the argument now uh, I'm going to try to make the argument more reasonable at least to my to, to the best I, I can do so uh, I'll just put the argument this way I'll say it's two, it's two things is it that we uh, look at Uh, each religion and say okay this is the one that has most evidence this is the one that has the best evidence this is one that seems most probable and let's now bet on believing on that in that religion because even if there's if there's a religion that has most evidence you don't even need to say uh i want to believe in this religion then start believing it you just you are just going to get convinced by studying the evidence like i said that's how beliefs work so from the modification i'm making to the argument is instead of just saying uh, it's better for you to believe in God than not believe, because there are so many gods. It's. I think we should just say it's better to uh, believe in the religion that has the best evidence. But the issue is that I don't think there's any religion that has very good evidence. I think most religions that I know of, their evidences are like very, very poor. And if and the thing is that most human beings. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying most human beings. Like. If most, if a lot of uh, people were not raised in such religions, like they would easily see it as as bullshit, as nonsense. So, uh, I I don't think a lot of uh, religions have very good evidence. Or another way you can say it is that you can you can also say, uh, let's look at all religions and look at the one that has the worst concept of hell. And I think it is Islam that does that has the worst concept of hell. I, mean, I think so. I really think so. So everybody can say, okay, let's it's so that we don't take the biggest risk. Let's believe in religion that has the worst concept of hell. That's another way you can look at the argument. Uh, But from my own perspective, what I just say is something. It's a very simple thing. Now I don't think people need to believe in God to be to be kind to their fellow human beings. To to even. To treat sentient creatures like to treat other animals and other living things nicely. I don't think you need to believe in God to do all of that. A lot of people think it is necessary, but I don't think so. Uh, so uh what I my own perspective is just that uh let's let people just try to be decent human beings regardless of what they believe. And if there is actually a God, a good God like people claim, I think he's going to be more interested in people being decent human beings than people believing x or y or not believing z so that's just why i it. like just uh just try to be be a decent human being try to um improve your life try to treat other people better like that's just that's my own perspective and if you die and you find out that there is a god and that god is good then you really don't have anything to lose because that God knows that, okay, you are trying to live your life and you are trying to be be as decent as possible. You are trying to be a good human being. Yeah, this is the part where somebody, some people are going to say, yeah, so what's your standard of good? If there's no God, uh, what's your standard of good? <laughs> if you want to understand how I come to that, um, how I define what good is or not, I think you should just listen to the last conversation I had before this one uh the conversation with leon so just listen to that and you kind of get my perspective on the issue all right so that is all i have to say on uh pascal's wager like i said before i think it's a silly argument but uh a lot of times to people that are born and it is like to people that are born in certain religions and that's what they have known almost all their lives It's really the arguments really make sense to them, but uh, I don't know why they don't just see, uh, they don't just see why it is silly. But I think I've tried to explain where I'm coming from. All right, so that is all I have to say. Uh, Thank you for listening, and uh, bye for now.